If you're wondering what your local farmer's market may look like this year or how to best prepare to have an awesome and successful experience, keep listening to this mini-sode. I went to my first farmer's market of the year last Saturday and it felt so good to go and see the usual vendors and to be outside. I'm fortunate enough that I live within walking distance, so parking's not an issue for me, but that's one thing that I'll cover a little later on. Step one to having a successful farmer's market experience. Know when and where they are. Maybe you live in a place that has multiple farmer's markets or maybe there's just one on one day and you need to really consider your schedule and make sure you have everything you need in order to take advantage of that market day. Some farmer's markets are also still online and pickup only, and some of them are in person, but they might have different COVID precautions still. You wanna make sure you know what's going on so you have everything you need and you know the route that you may need to take if you're coming back for the first time. You can usually find the state of the markets in your area by just visiting their website or their social media page. If you don't love meandering through crowds and you'd prefer to get in and out with your things as fast as possible, most farmers markets even have a map or at least a list of vendors so you can plan accordingly and maybe circumvent a few aisles or blocks that you don't need anything from. If you're someone that likes to wander, that could be the best part, walking up and down the aisles, maybe even multiple times, finding things you didn't know you needed and things you didn't know were there can always be an adventure. My farmer's market is not huge, but last Saturday I still somehow managed to miss a vendor that I would usually stop at. They didn't have their usual signs up because they had a much smaller setup for now. It's still really early in the season here in Iowa, so they had some herbs and some starter plants, but they didn't have their usual array of produce. So next time I will plan accordingly and make sure I hit my favorite produce vendor. I like to plan out my farmer's market list ahead of time, especially if I know I'm going to be short on time that morning or that afternoon. Since the farmer's markets in my area only happen once a week, I only have that one shot to catch most of my favorite vendors. And if I miss them, I'm SOL for the next week. Step two, make sure you have the accepted Payment methods. Some businesses right now are not taking cash. They would prefer you take card. Even a couple years ago, I think in the farmer's market scene, that was not the case. A lot were still cash only. But thankfully now, most of the time you have the option. I like to carry both with me just to make sure. And I like to try to get smaller bills and even coins if I can. Couple hours into the farmer's market, your vendor might have difficulty making change. And since so many things are like $3, $4, $7, they're not always an even $5 increment. So having $1 bills can be extremely helpful. I do also, of course, always carry a card in case I run out of cash or in case someone can't make change. It's pretty effortless. There is a small charge for the vendors, but unfortunately that is just how credit cards and debit card processing works. Everyone has to take a cut, but when I can, I try to use cash so the vendor keeps more of their money. You can also check and see if your local market takes EBT cards. At two markets that I know of, the Waterloo Urban Farmers Market in Waterloo, Iowa, and the Fulton Farmers Market in Minneapolis, allow you to swipe your EBT card for $10 at the beginning of the market when you first get there. And then they will give you an additional $10 in market bucks. So you're able to use your SNAP benefits in a half price kind of fashion, I guess you could say. You use $10 of your SNAP benefits and then you get an additional $10. Not every market has this. You're gonna to wanna to make sure you check before you go so you're not expecting to be able to use them 
and then you can't. I think it's really great that a lot of markets are starting to incorporate this because you're then able to get fresh local produce, not just your produce at the big box stores if you do have SNAP benefits. Step three, if you weren't used to bringing your reusable grocery bags to the grocery store already, please bring them to the farmer's market. This helps your vendors a lot as the fewer bags that they have to hand out, the fewer they have to purchase for the next time. If you have bags at home, which you probably already do, they don't even have to be fancy produce bags. They could be a Target or a Walmart bag from the last time you had to go there that you have laying around the house. It does not have to be one of the fancy cloth bags. Depending on what you are getting, if you know ahead of time you're gonna be getting something like a baked good, it's probably already gonna come in a plastic bag. This past weekend I did purchase something that was a little bit greasy and I just put it in my reusable bag with everything else. It was a very short walk home so it didn't get my bag gross. But if you have a longer haul and you know you're picking up something that's gonna be a little messy, you might want to plan accordingly. Bring an extra bag to put it in or make sure the bag you have it in isn't gonna get gross. If you're making a morning of it, you might also want to bring a reusable drink container or maybe even a reusable to-go container. Some farmers markets will have food trucks, some have coffee trucks, and you're able to get your coffee drink in your to-go cup, go about the farmers market and have pretty much the least waste possible shopping experience you can while supporting local. Thank you so much. I hope this mini-sode was helpful. If you're a farmer's market veteran and just kind of unsure about stepping into it post-COVID, or if you've never been to a farmer's market and you're looking to check it out, I hope you found these tips beneficial. Thank you again for listening to the Ethical Consumer Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. We are everywhere, guys. We're even on TikTok now. The.ethical.consumer, under most handles. I'll see you next time.